On Campus is supported by a grant from the Solutions Journalism Network, a nonprofit organization dedicated to rigorous and compelling reporting about responses to social problems. Solutionsjournalism.org. If you can integrate the fun stuff with the things they need to know, you got a home run. Mistakes are okay, and if you don't make them, you're not human. You better make mistakes in this class because that's the only way you're actually going to learn and grow. This is On Campus, a special project from Honolulu Civil Beat. I'm Jessica Terrell. You're listening to Episode 6. In the last episode, we talked about Kamalani's struggle with teacher retention and their hopes for the school post-winter break. Before break, six teachers had left the school. Kamalani hired at least five teachers to start the second half of the school year. We've now learned two of those new teachers have already moved on. That's eight in total who've left Kamalani. We're going to follow up on the teacher retention issue in future episodes. Find out what parents think of the changes, how the principal and governing board are trying to analyze what's causing the departures, how they're finding new teachers in the middle of the school year, and what lessons they are learning from this. But today, we want to bring you stories from two Kamalani teachers in their own voices. Cliff Lim is a teacher who stayed, and Katie Jackson is one of the teachers who left. Two teachers from different walks of life who were both inspired by Kamalani's mission for a different kind of learning. I didn't want to be a teacher because it's too hard. I know how my teachers were, it was way too hard. But then you graduate college with an English master's degree and you don't know what to do with it. My name is Clifford Lim. I work at Kamalani, I'm a science teacher. I have my license for about six years, but I've been in the school system as a part-time teacher, ELL, and um, substitute for about a decade, 12 years or so. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> so I was looking for a job and a part-time teaching position opened up in Kalihi. I did the interview and I guess it was like an emergency hire, so they hired me right away. And it really was a bad moment when they hired me because I had no teaching experience. Um, after a few months of, I don't know what I'm doing, uh, I think I found myself where I don't have to mimic other teachers and I just be myself and then I started getting the groove of it. And then I just couldn't think of a day without teaching as a job. I was an elementary school teacher from elementary to middle school. It's a big jump, but I think I fit better with middle school. I think my jokes ring better with middle school. I think I connect more with middle school. I know their problems personally, and uh, they come to me if they need help. So, um, yeah. Um, the year in Kamalani has been going. Uh, it's been going. <laughs> I think as a teacher of the public schools, I knew that starting a school from scratch, everything's going to be rocking in the beginning. But the students are great, teachers are great, and uh, it's smoothed out. And right now I'm having fun with my science classes. Right now I think arts integration is the way to go. These kids in here, most of them are not the sit down, here's the book, 
here's, here's what you need to memorize. We need them to apply it. And some of them needs to apply it while moving. When you can feel it, when you do it, then you can remember it more than just, it's a word, it's something, it's something you gotta remember. Say it over and over again a hundred times. We don't like to sit through two hours of lecture. Why would a student who's like in elementary and middle school want to sit through an hour, let alone 30 minutes of you talking all the time? So I think that's what art does. It brings the fun back and gives their interest back. It makes them see things a different way, gets them creative. And when we pull that away, we're just a room full of zombies that nothing magical is gonna happen anymore. Um, having arts integration has been a real challenge for me only because of my subject matter. I have to get really creative with the science. We did um, spinning like atoms, um, and electrons orbiting people. We also got people together to do um, kinetic energy, potential energy. Getting creative where you think outside the box and how people can use themselves instead of objects to teach science, that's one of the most challenging things. My greatest achievement here at Kamalani, I think, is the connection with the students. I've been with elementary school students, and um, I've been close to them, they've been nice, you know, but I have not felt a connection like these middle schoolers. These middle schoolers are I like daughters and sons to me now, where they trust me, confide in me, invite me to things, you know, I, I, I feel like part of the community with them. I never felt like that. Like, I love my elementary school kids before, but this is a different kind of connection. It's, it's, it's a connection that I have never, I heard teachers feel this way, and I'm like, you know, like I could always go home, you know, like I could separate school from work, sort of. But here, I'm, when I go home to Wahiwa, my students are next door, you know? So I feel a personal connection, I really love them, and that's the greatest achievement is me and them, we made, I think we're making the first year of Kamalani something memorable together. And I really appreciate them a lot. That's why I'm here. And I think we got more to come. And I think we got, like, you're going to be surprised what's going to happen. I really do. Teaching's about love. And it's the hardest job I've ever loved. You don't teach because you're going to be wealthy or famous. You will never be those as a teacher. But you teach because you love the kids and you love the subject and you love the possibility of what they can become. My name is Katie Jackson and I am the former middle school math teacher at Kamalani. Teaching is actually a second career for me. My life radically shifted about six years ago when my father died unexpectedly of a heart attack. He died in his sleep and at the time I was working in a pretty um, elite position in Washington, D.C. I used to work in uh, the National Security Council at the White House. After my father died unexpectedly, his funeral was really instructive for me. I went home, and a lot of his former students showed up at his funeral. And I was struck on the flight back to D.C. how much of an impact my dad had made. He'd taught at the same school for 30 years. And I just was shocked at how the life of my father had had such a huge impact on average, normal, everyday kids, kids... 20, 30 years before who he taught, came back and talked to me at his funeral and said, hey, Mr. Jackson made a difference in my life. And so I just had to really start reevaluating why I was in the industry I was in. And if I really wanted to use my life to matter and count, maybe I was in the wrong profession. So basically I switched careers and um, that and the encouragement of a friend who was in Hawaii teaching at the time 
encouraged me to apply for a position at Trinity Christian School, and so I was hired to be a middle school math and science teacher there. So I was at uh, Trinity Christian School for five years, and then I had an opportunity to try something new and start up a public charter school at Kamalani. And so that's that excitement and that opportunity to create something from the ground up, um, to build a culture, to impact the community of Wahiwa, um, to kind of basically make a difference in the educational landscape of Hawaii was really attractive to me. And I like the fact that it was a charter school because I feel like Charters are trying to do something that the public public school can't do. So as a teacher in the public school, your hands are tied a little bit more in terms of what you can and can't teach, or simply just time to cover the material. You have expectations to meet benchmarks, and so you feel in some way this, you know, standards breathing down your neck, and there's a pressure to perform that you don't have necessarily in private school. You do, because the parents are paying the bill, but... When you have the freedom as an individual to kind of explore your own passions and what makes something interesting to you, I find that you actually are a better teacher. So it's just a difference. The cultures are very, very different. And I think charter schools were created to kind of step between those two models and try to find the best of both of those worlds. And so you have really good public school teachers leaving the public schools to go to charter schools for the freedom. And then you have private school teachers jumping into charter schools because you want to change something in the public system or you want something better. Arts integration, our first year at Kamalani, was focusing on the drama strategies, which don't have a lot to do with math. (laughs) So I thought, hey, I can at least go in under the umbrella of arts integration and connect it to deeper project-based learning. Um, And so... The focus the first year didn't necessarily have a lot of tie-ins to math. And as I tried to roll out the project-based learning um, I had envisioned and planned for, it became pretty evident to me that the abilities and the, the skill sets were not where they needed to be in order to have a successful project. I think art integration is a fantastic idea. I'm still a big believer in it, and I, I am rooting and cheering for the teachers that remain. Probably the hardest thing is to say, okay, You know, I'm not a quitter, and I don't quit. But you also have to look at reality and say, hey, is this working? Is this, you know, you started well, the pieces were in place. It was really exciting. I think as it it went on, um, it was just disappointing to see that some of those pieces weren't actually as developed as anticipated. And, um, you know, it came to a point where I just had to decide that, you know, this wasn't something I could continue, and it was disappointment that I realized that, you know what, this is not the right fit. I guess the best thing I can parent to is sign up to run a race that's 500 miles. And you realize 250 miles in that there's still 250 miles to go and you don't have what it takes or the pieces aren't in place for you to be able to finish well. And so it's best to hand off the baton to someone who can, who's coming in and has fresh legs and who can, you know, who's able to do what you know needs to be done. The point of going into a charter school is because you wanted to change the educational scape, right? It was a lot harder than you thought. But that question's still there. How do you change the educational landscape in Hawaii? This is an opportunity to continue to answer that question and ask yourself the harder questions to be honest with yourself and say, hey, how come it didn't work? But also to say, why didn't it work? Maybe the whole model is broken, right? Can we slap on an arts integration or Hawaiian-focused or a classical enter the system and say, this will work now. 
Are we just slapping a bandaid on something that actually we need to look out much deeper and say, wait a second, how do we fix the educational system in a way? This is just one small example, but there's a lot of other examples out there. And the question is, what makes education work here in Hawaii? I'm grateful for the people I taught with. They're incredible human beings. I'm grateful for the kids that I learned from. They're incredible human beings. And I'm grateful for the lessons I learned about trying and not meeting your targets. I think that's just as important. And I'm proud of Kamalani and what it can become. I believe in it. I'm rooting for them. I can't wait for that first class to graduate in May, because they did it. But I did it too in a different way. It's just different questions I've got to ask and answer now. So it's not failure. It's not giving up. It's actually a bigger opportunity to grow. You're listening to On Campus. I'm Jessica Terrell. On Campus is a special project from Honolulu Civil Beat. It's produced by April Estrelon and Emily Dugdale. Our reporters this season are Sue Von Lee and Courtney Teague. Our executive producer is Patty Epler. We'll be publishing new episodes periodically throughout the school year. So look for more stories and more episodes online at civilbeat.org or in your iTunes feed. We'll be back.